Of course, everybody wants to make sure their home is safe when they're there and when they're not there. I'd like to introduce you to Simply Safe. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's a traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection, two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there. But what's truly remarkable is you can set up the system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home any moment, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate, and overwhelming stupidity. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Oh boy, I'm in the same boat as you guys, cooped up in the goddamn house, every minute feels like an hour, and so on. And please, I hope you're staying inside. I hope you're not that person. Well, more people die from the flu and more people get a a cold and die from diarrhea. Don't be that fucking guy. Stay inside. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. Going out once a week, grocery shopping, coming back home, burning my clothes, pouring bleach all over myself, and then taking a shower. That's the routine. Now, I did say last episode that I was going to wait until opening day. Obviously, that shit to bed. Who knows when opening day is going to be. Now I'm seeing things about it's going to be an 80-game season. I don't care. Just please, please, when it's the right time, start baseball. Even if it's going to be a 10-day season, I don't care. Put some sort of live sport on TV and please let it be baseball. I'm in a glass case of emotion. I'm losing energy. I'm trying to just continue to jog and walk outside, but my, my energy. I'm losing so much energy around the fucking house. I'm finding myself sitting when I'm peeing. Wait, what did you say? I'm telling you, man, there's going to be a lot of divorces after this. I already have friends that are sleeping in their shed, getting away from their wife and vice versa. I always ask, well, why, why didn't you go to the basement? Why are you going outside into the shed? But anyway, true story. It's crazy. Uh, today on the show, obviously, there, there's no not much baseball to talk about. Um, I, I know other shows, other podcasts, they're doing their different things to try to think of uh, material to bring up. Here's what I wanted to do on the show. I'm going to bring up some, uh, what, some of my favorite Oriole moments. Not all of them are cookie-cutter moments, like the Delman Young, of course, and when the Orioles clinched a division in 2014, and, you know, the the, the uh, Robert Andino hit in 2011 when we uh, beat the Red Sox, knocked him out because Tampa Bay beat New York that same night. I think it happened like 10 minutes after Longoria hitting that home run, and that caused the Red Sox not to be able to make the playoffs. I'm pretty sure that's how it all went down. So I'm going to get to that. I'd love to hear from you guys as well. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. 
And uh, sitting at home watching Netflix, Tiger King. I mean, everybody's talking about it. What can I say that other people haven't already said? (laughs) These fucking people. If you haven't watched Tiger King, just watch it. If you don't want to have to work any brain cells and you want to be entertained, log on. Turn it on. Watch it. Tiger King. And speaking of uh, Tiger King, Carol Baskin's husband, apparently on uh, Facebook the other day, I was watching it thinking that I was watching an old video, but he just put this out because he says Netflix tricked him, tricked him and his wife, Carol Baskin. And he was very upset. It's like a 20-minute video. He starts crying about how his wife's the most wonderful person and she really didn't kill her husband. I'm not going to ruin too much if you haven't watched it. But you know, today, I don't know anybody who hasn't watched that documentary. So I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything. But yeah, he went on and on about how uh, they've been together for 15 years. They've never had a fight. I thought that was a little fucking weird. You were somebody for 15 years and you've never had one single fight. Something is not right. Or you don't want to argue with her because you're afraid you're going to die. So anyway, uh, if you haven't watched Tiger King, what are you doing? Turn it on watch it. Uh, I highly recommend Ozark. If you haven't started that, get on it. All three seasons are fantastic, but the third one, I got to say, is the best so far. All right, let's get into some baseball. One thing I did read with the players in the league agreed the 2020 MLB season won't begin until, and it says there are no bans on mass gatherings that limit the ability to play in front of fans. There are no travel restrictions. Medical experts determine games will not pose a risk to health of teams and fans. So basically in 2025, <laughs> when I read that, I'm like, shit. I also saw that they were going to try to play in the minor league stadiums in front of zero fans. They're doing everything they can try to do, the league, to try to get this season started, but it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while, even in a month or two. If they say, hey, everything's good, everybody can go back to work, I'm still going to be paranoid as fuck. And there's going to be a lot of people as well. So even if they started baseball in like late May, even early June. I don't think I'm going to go to any game this year. I'm staying away from everybody. This shit has me so paranoid. So I would I would not be shocked if there was zero baseball this year. But, hey, they got to make money somehow. Uh, the first one that I wanted to talk about, and this isn't any specific order or best to worst or whatever. Uh, Chris Dickerson, the walk-off against the Tigers, May 31st, 2013. Of course, you remember Chris Dickerson. Who doesn't? He was only with us for a year. Yanks dropped him. I think, yeah, it was the Yankees dropped him in 2013. We picked him up. And the next year, he went to the Pirates. But we were playing the uh, Detroit Tigers. Again, May 31st, 2013. Seems like the Tigers give us a lot of great moments that we remember. So that day, the Orioles were only a game and a half behind the Red Sox for first place in the division. And obviously that next year of 2012, it was a great year. You know, it was the first year out of 14 years that the Orioles did well. So Oriole fans were pumped up the very next year. This is going to be fun. I was down the beach in Ocean City at a Ravens convention. I haven't been to that in years. But we, my wife and I and all her family, we used to be in a Ravens roost. We used to go down there every year. It was a lot of fun. The Raven players would go down there. Uh, but I remember I was wasted, fucking wasted. And we were in a large room. The game was on a big screen TV. And there was a, it was like 50 diehard Oriole fans packed into this room. It was at the hotel, but it was like a hospitality room down on the first floor. 
And I remember this guy brought uh, these things called cherry bombs. They're just a jar of cherries. You soak them in grain alcohol for like six years, and then you eat them. And I'll tell you what, they will take the hair right off your ass. And if you don't have hair on your ass, it'll put it on there. That shit is lethal. So I was drinking that. I was drinking beer, taking shots, because it was the first night we got down there. Fucking hammered. And then it was a crazy game, because the Orioles were down by two runs. It was five to three in the bottom of the ninth. The Orioles come up to bat. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm upset thinking that that's it. The Orioles are done. So the Orioles come up to bat, and they actually get a run. So now it's 5-4, to four, and I remember Adam Jones got on third base, and Flaherty comes in, pinch running on first base. <laughs> so it's first and third, no out, 5-4. to four. I remember Adam Jones went 3-4 for four that night. Man, he tore it up. So you're thinking, all right, either, they got to tie it up. They just hit a sacrifice, whatever it is. The next two batters, and I can't remember who they were, they were just shallow pop-ups. One was the shortstop, one was the shallow left. So first and third, two outs, down by one, bottom of the ninth. Here comes Chris Dickerson. Just get a base hit. Just tie it up, you know, and then we'll go from there. The room's starting to get excited, and here's what happened. Already got hits in the inning. He launches it. Right center field. Chris Dickerson. Now, when that happened, the room went fucking crazy. I mean, it was maybe 50, maybe 75 people. I can't remember how many people. It was probably only 10, but it sounded like there was 100 people in there. We went crazy. And I remember this guy set up like five shots on a table, and he was setting them up for his friends. I didn't really know the guy, but he had an oil shirt on, so did I, so we were best friends at that moment. But right before Chris Dickerson hit the home run, he had all these shots lined up. And, of course, when he hit the home run, I jump up and down. I back up. I knock the shots everywhere. I I felt terrible. Uh, The guy didn't care. (laughs) We're all hugging each other, jumping up and down. We're celebrating. I'm going, man, I'm so sorry. And he's like, oh, fuck it. Who cares? The Orioles won. There's a lot more alcohol. This is great. Uh, Darren O'Day uh, had the win that night because he pitched the inning before. And uh, the Orioles win, 7-5, to five, and I just remember going crazy. That was a great moment. Again, the year after the, the uh, first year that they make the playoffs in 14 years, what a great walk-off. Detroit was winning. They, they had a winning record as well. Just a great fucking night. Great, great game. Um, another one that stands out. Uh, it was uh, in Toronto, September 28th, 2016. Hyun Soo Kim. We remember him. We all loved Kim. <laughs> he got booed opening day that year in 2016 because he wouldn't take the option to go down to the minors, and he was clogging up the drain, and fans, even me, I was pretty pissed. But on the same conversation, I would say, look, you're in the majors. Why do you want to go back down to the minors? If you have that option not to, hell with that. No, just prove yourself in the majors. Say, no, I can do this. Give me some time. I'm not going down to the minors. So even though I was upset with them, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, no shit. So again, September 28th, 2016, I don't think I've ever seen Rick Dempsey more excited in the postgame show Masson after this win. And I watch those postgames after every game. Well, mostly, probably 99%. Even when they lose, I like to hear what Rick Dempsey has to say. 
But seeing this go-ahead home run in the ninth inning, top of the ninth in Toronto, uh, they won 3-2. to two. But I remember watching it with my dad, and they were pinch hit, and, and Kim came in pinch hitting. And I remember when he came up to bat, we both looked at each other, and we said, here comes a home run. Kind of half kidding, but at the same time, he just had that feeling. Because Kim already had six home runs that year, or five home runs. That was number six. So he comes up to bat. The Orioles are down 2-1, to one, top of the ninth. Runner on. And here comes Kim. <laughs> and this is what he did. 3-2 delivery by Osuna. In the air to right field. Got it over his head. Way back in the wall. And goodbye home run. Kim has delivered a two-RBI pinch hit homer in the ninth inning. And the Orioles, for the first time in this game, have a 3-2 to two lead. Oh, my goodness. Finally, some hands up in the air. And I remember my dad and I jumping up and down like they uh, just won the World Series. We were <laughs> we were ecstatic like a bunch of kids. When my dad and I watch the game, we act like a bunch of kids, screaming if they don't do well and screaming if they do well, jumping up and hugging each other. But again, I remember the post game. Rick Dempsey, his face was red. He looked like he was sweaty. He was laughing, banging the table, just having a blast. And... That was a good time. Watching Kim hit that home run in Toronto, because their fans were a bunch of pricks that whole game. You know, Bautista was on the team. That was a, a team that was very easy to dislike. So anytime you get to go in Toronto and beat them, it, it's, a, it's a good thing. And at that point, Baltimore was uh, six games behind Boston. And in the wild card chase, they were five and a half. So it wasn't like it was a game that was going to get them in the playoffs. But, again, for some reason, I just remember that game of seeing Kim, who a lot of fans talk shit about him all year, and then he comes up and does It was just a fantastic win. Yeah, and then he went to play for the Phillies in 2017. All right, so uh, we're moving on, moving down the list here. Uh, David Lowe, 2013, picked him up, traded him from the Royals for Valencia. Um, I remember that guy could hit any any time there was a left-handed pitcher. I don't care who it was. You put Danny Valencia in if you want a base hit. You know, if you need the go-ahead run late in the game and the other team brings in a left-hander, you put Danny Valencia in there. I've never seen someone who could hit a left-handed pitcher like he could. But uh, the trade 2013, we get David Lowe. He goes to the uh, Royals. So April 25th, 2015. Uh, the Orioles, they were actually playing the Red Sox. And it was the ninth inning. And Red Sox closer, you remember him, Koji Uhara. 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 I remember um, Gary Thorne could never pronounce his name. He used to call him like Yui Harry or something. <laughs> he used to drive me nuts. But it was the beginning of the season, obviously. First month of baseball. Uh, Orioles were two games behind the Yankees. <laughs> we were the, la- uh, the Orioles were last place in the division. So David Lowe, I don't remember I had I don't remember having a, uh, a heavy opinion on the guy. I mean, obviously I know he wasn't going to come on the team and help this team win a bunch of playoff games and get him to the World Series. I mean, he was quick on the bases, so that was good. I remember those were the days that the Orioles were just slow. They had nobody fast on that team. I think that's why a lot of people miss Nate McLeod because <laughs> he was like the only fast guy. On the Orioles. But anyway, April 25th, 2015, playing the Red Sox in the 10th inning. 
Koji comes in to try to shut the door. Uh, it was four to four. Nobody was on base. And uh, David Lowe did this. 3-2 pitch. That oh. one is Lionel. Way back. Right field. Ball game over. Goodbye. Home run. David Lowe, a walk-off homer in the 10th inning. And the Orioles win 5-4. Well, like I said, if you throw it from a ball to a strike, that's what happens. And he crushes this ball. And that was fun. Uh, because I went $300 that night. I, I don't gamble. I've mentioned that before on here. I'm not a gambling kind of guy. Uh, but for some reason, I had a friend talk me into uh, doing some parlay. And one of them was the Orioles, a walk-off home run. Or I can't really remember. I just remember winning a, a good amount of money. And I was excited at the same time because the Orioles won. Uh, David Lowe, I didn't see that coming. He was not a power hitter. As you could hear, I mean, Jim Palmer even just like, oh, my God. And again, that was another one where Rick Dempsey was all excited. <laughs> Not excited as the uh, Kim home run. So that was cool. I just remember, I, I don't know, maybe I remember because I won three or $500 that night, so it was exciting. I, but also that night, I remember a buddy of mine sent me a text. He's like, watch this, David Lowe walk off. And I, I think I wrote back, like, you're on crack. And then two seconds later, he calls me and we're laughing, but... Yeah, that David Lowe walk-off against Koji, uh, it was just exciting. It was fun, and it, I'm always going to remember that. I Again, I think I probably remember that. If I was sitting down with a therapist and I was talking to him about some memories in my life, he or she would probably say, I got to say, it's probably because you won a lot of money that night. Maybe not the biggest special moment of the Orioles, but probably because you won some money. Um, this one I talked about a million times on this podcast, but I don't care. I'm going to talk about it a million more times. September 6, 2012. I was at that game. I was actually at a few of these games that I'm going to be talking about. But again, the first year in 14 years that the Orioles were doing well, they were a half game behind the Yankees for the division. And winning this game, they went up. First time in shit. How many years in late September in September they were in first place in the division? September 6, 2012, I was there front row, right there next to the dugout. You can see me. Actually, if you watch the Chris Davis home run in the in the 8th inning, bottom of the 8th, cuz there's three home runs that were hit that night. No, there's six all together. But in the 8th inning with the three home runs, it was Jones, Mark Reynolds, and Chris Davis. The camera pans on Chris Davis running to first, and you see me and my friend just going fucking bonkers. But, man, that place was sold out. It was electric. That night and the Delman Young hit is the loudest I ever remember hearing Camden Yards. Fucking loud. Thumping. Shaking. And right where I was sitting, uh, right in front of me, is where all the cameramen sat. And I remember one turned around because he would—he used to see me all the time. That was uh, my cousin's seat, so we'd sit there a lot. And he, I remember he turned around to me, and he said, this is the loudest I've heard this stadium in years. So if you don't remember this, I'm sure you do because I've talked about it a ton of times. The Orioles were playing the Yankees. September baseball, half game back. The, the Yankees tied it up. They scored, it was 6-6, six to six, 
O'Day had to come in and shut it down. There was two outs, a guy on third, Jeter comes up. It was just unfucking believable I'm like, they're going to take the lead. Here we go again. This is a nightmare. O'Day comes in, gets him out. So here we are. It's 6-6. Six to six. I mean, the fans, we had two guys that were sitting next to us. They got up and left. <laughs> Which was fucking stupid because it was one of the greatest moments after that. Jones comes up to bat. Again, everyone, I mean, the stadium was quiet. Some Yankee fans acting like a bunch of jackasses. They just tied it up. I'm sure they were getting shit talked to the whole night. And then Adam Jones comes up to bat, and this is what he does. Here's the one-two delivery. And oh. in the air to left field. He got out of that one. Goodbye. Seven to six. So again, the crowd's getting crazier and crazier. But again, we had Jim Johnson as a closer. That guy gave me a fucking heart attack all the time. So seven to six. Okay, I'm not convinced. Mark Reynolds comes up to bat. This is what he does. Three ball, two strike delivery to him in the air to left field. It is deep. Are you kidding me? Love some Mark Reynolds. That was his second home run that night. <laughs> that one was a bomb. Crowd's going nuts. I'm going crazy. This is fantastic. Jim Johnson, just don't blow it. Here comes Chris Davis, and this is what he does. Five that they had against Texas. That one in the air to right field. They just broke it. Goodbye, home run, Chris Davis. And, of course, he wound up winning that night 10-6. Jim Johnson came in, didn't give me a big heart attack. They did win. He shut him down. 10-6 win. And when Gary Thorne said they just broke it when Chris Davis hit that home run, the Orioles' record was five games in one game. Uh, Five home runs in one game. Obviously, that game there was six. So that was pretty badass. I mean, I I couldn't sleep that night. I was so excited. All I did all night on my phone was just watch all the highlights. I got home at about 12, in the morning. And probably to about 3 o'clock in the morning, I finally get to sleep after watching highlight after highlight, article after article, Twitter, blogs, everything. Friends were still up texting me. It was a lot of fun, and it just, you know, that was the year that Orioles baseball came back into the town and just made everything electric. Again, I've been a fan ever since day one. I was born, but I'm, I'm just saying, I'm sure you all remember 2012 as one of those years that just got those bubbles in your tummy rumbling again because it was fun. We had Orioles baseball, playoff baseball in Baltimore. So probably in the next few episodes is what I'm going to be doing, just some cool moments, some personal moments. I have some um, moments that I'm going to be talking about that, again, happened to me because what I've done before in the past with other episodes, I love hearing from you guys, any crazy shit that you remember, not just about games or walk-offs, just any crazy scenarios. I've had people writing in about fights they've seen, uh, the guy talking about taking LSD and he couldn't remember where he sat. Uh, a few, uh, couple months ago, somebody writing in talking about driving to, to the game. And who was it? Her, his, uh, his girlfriend's older brother. Cops pull him over. He's got like six pounds of weed in his trunk just crazy shit so i'll be getting into that as well coming up in the next few weeks 
but I'm also have some more uh, fun games from the Orioles that I'm going to talk about. Again, love to hear from you guys. Full count chaos at gmail.com. Please, everybody stay safe. Stay the fuck home. All right? Just stay home. There's no reason you need to be out unless you got to get some groceries. All right? Or some alcohol. Till next time. Z-